0: To reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager. That's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio
1: with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50 plus and your overall investment, tax, and estate planning, and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And we have an outstanding show planned for you today. Brooke Thackeray is here with us, and he's been on the show a lot of times. And he is the author of Thackeray's 2023 Investment Guide. So uh, stay with the show because later on we have some of these books to give out, and uh, I'll give you the phone number later on in the show. So he's going to be here again, and his whole thesis is behind uh, seasonal investing and areas that you should be investing in now And then the areas you should be avoiding month by month throughout the entire year. So it's really interesting and it's a book that you want to read and it's a great resource. So uh, stay tuned and I'll uh, give you the number to call in to, uh, you know, put your name in for the draw for the book. And have you ever heard of critical minerals? Well, critical minerals such as lithium, cobalt, nickel, manganese, rare earths, cobalt, graphite. These are all uh, essential components to you know, what's happening with the growing clean energy technologies from wind turbines, uh, electrical networks, electrical vehicles. You've heard, read a lot about that. So demand for these, mir- um, these particular minerals are, is growing uh, like leaps and bounds right now. So how do you participate in that? Well, because Canada wants to be a leader in the exploration of these minerals, they have, um, as of last year, just instituted a new tax credit for investing in this sector, and it's up to... tax credit for the amount of money you put in. So say for instance, you were to invest uh, $10,000, you'd get an an additional um, $3,000 tax credit uh, on your tax return. In addition to um, investing, if you do it through a flow-through share offering, you get another 100% tax write off. So to help us understand that and understand how this all works and the opportunity behind the potentially investing in these types of minerals and what's happening in the future. Now, we've asked uh, Jason Meyer. He's a portfolio manager at Nine Point Partners. He's uh, been on the show lots of times over the years. And uh, he's he's a professional where he, he focuses just on this in terms of his practice and metals and mining and uh, gold, silver, all the all the major minerals. And that's his focus. So he's going to give us a breakdown on you know, what this is all about and how you can participate. Plus, we have a special WebEx presentation coming up this Tuesday, too. Um, And you wouldn't want to hear about that. So we have a lot going on today. Uh, So sit back, grab yourself a coffee, and we have some great ideas coming your way. I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Brooke Thackeray. He's a research analyst at Horizons ETFs. Hey, good morning, Brooke. Thanks for uh, taking the time to join us here today and come on the show again. You've been a great guest for us over the years. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Looking forward to it. So remind everybody again, Brooke, about um, seasonal investing and what you're doing there.
0: So seasonal investing is uh, looking at the market of when the overall market, like the S&P 500 or the TSX Composite, tends to go up during the year and when it tends to perform not so well. Uh, Also, the sectors of the market. They tend to have different periods, like the Canadian banks will tend to do well at certain times of the year. Uh, Gold stocks will do well at other times of the year. And it's all based upon causational factors that repeat each year. Now, is it always successful? No system is always successful. What it does is it stacks the the odds in your favor. And uh, so, actually, I work with Horizons, and Mm -hmm. we launched a uh, fund... Uh, over 13 years ago, a trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange called the Horizon Seasonal Rotation Fund, uh, ticker, ticker symbol HAC. And it incorporates the seasonal uh, tendencies that we're going to talk about, about, about today. Um, it, we'll use technical analysis as well to uh, fine-tune some of the signals. Um, but a lot of what we're going to talk about today, you can find in, in my book. I write a book every year on you know, Seasonal Trends, this one's called the Thackeray's 2023 Investor's Guide. It's available at all the bookstores and
1: online as well. All right, great. Uh, okay, so let's get right into it. Let's talk first sure. about, you know, every, every sector has a lot of interest, but technology seems to have the most. So tell us about technology and what's its great, good periods.
0: Yeah, so we've seen the technology sector dominate for year after year after year, um, and then that changed last year, where it, it underperformed last year, and as a result, it brought the S&P 500 down. And, um, you know, we could be in a time period now that really is quite similar if we go back to, you know, let's say the late 1990s, uh, you know, we saw the technology stocks do really well into two thousand, but. After that, it, what we saw, I'm not talking, saying the market's going to crash like it did then or whatever, but after the, the peak there, we, we did see value stocks uh, tend to take, o- the, take over the ball. And that's what we saw last year, was we saw the value stocks actually uh, do quite well. And, you know, it's possible technology, of course, is going to have different spurts of uh, performance, and that's why seasonal trends are important for technology as well. Uh, you know, to take advantage of when it does well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on a seasonal basis, it t- tends to perform well, um, really into, you know, from December, really October into December. Uh, sorry, January, late January, r- right around now, actually. Yeah. And um, then it tends to back off a little bit. So we've seen technology actually just recently ramp up here. And, you yeah. know, co- but according to seasonality, we might see a little bit of weakness in the sector. And and what I'm trying to overly on that is we're seeing this market change taking place and uh, you know we're not seeing uh technology
1: run away and dominate the market like we have in the past. Right. that's a, that's a really good point. Um okay, question number 2 is going to be Canada or US.
0: Yeah, I mean in Canada we're so used to seeing the US outperform the uh, Canadian stock market uh that we get, we've we got a complex, you know, year after year. And then twenty twenty two comes along, and finally the Canadian stock market outperforms, and it was good. Uh, that was good news uh, uh, for Canadians overall. And so we have to reset, you know, and say, well, is it going to happen again? And it, it just because it happened last year, sometimes it doesn't mean it's going to happen in the following year. But I think, you know, with what I just mentioned about the technology, which is like a growth sector, um, because what they're doing when you're buying technology, buying way out in the future, income stream from way out in the future, because you're expecting that technology to derive some big benefits in the future, whereas value companies tend to be much lower priced, you know, as far as, let's say, things like PE ratio, uh, as an example, or uh, uh, revenue ratios, etc. And the Canadian stock market overall is is much more value-oriented compared to the US stock market. So I think that uh, we might We might continue to see the Canadian stock market actually outperform the U.S. stock market again in 2023, which would be a a back-to-back, which would be great for Canada. Yeah. That that hasn't happened in a long time. Yes. Um, But, you know, we've we've got a complex. But we could see a a, a double where we actually outperform again this year.
1: Another another area where we get a lot of calls, Brooke, is um, bonds. How's the outlook for – what about bonds, and how how do you think they're going to perform this year?
0: Bonds? Yeah. So, you know, if you take a look at bonds in 2022, they got really hammered uh, because of rising interest rates. And, you know, the, the interest rates went up and bonds went down. They have that inverse uh, relationship. And that, that happened throughout the year, you know, right? And so we saw that really unique year where you saw both stocks and bonds get hit. And we haven't seen that in a while because we've, you know, since 1981, we've seen interest rates fall. You know, fairly. You know, of course, there's been some rallies along the way, but that's been the overall trend. So we don't see, we haven't seen that very often, where both stocks and bonds can. not But this is a unique situation, you know, coming out of the pandemic, where the Fed's raising rates not because of strong economic growth, um, per se, and that's the typical reason why the Fed raises rates to try and get ahead of the inflation, but. The Fed was raising rates, and the Bank of Canada was raising rates as well, uh, because inflation was high. The economic growth was there, but not—it wasn't the big concern. It was just the inflation itself. So that was very unique. So yeah, bonds got hit hard last year, and um, you know the seasonal period usually for bonds is from early May to early October. And even in that time period, bonds did not do well. And it's got a fairly strong track record, bonds, government bonds, performed well in that time period. Uh, But... You know, it just, it, uh, it did have a loss. Not like, not like what we saw from January into May was a steep loss for bonds. So I, I think that right now we're starting to see interest rates roll over. We're seeing, we're seeing with Bank of Canada, it's gone to conditional pause. You know, at some point the Federal Reserve is going to pause. Investors are anticipating that right now. So we're seeing interest rates pull back here a little bit. Uh, so I think that bonds can have their cycle this year. Because we're not seeing that artificial rising of interest rates from from the central banks uh, per se, like we did in 2022, so I think we might see bonds actually perform well again in their seasonal period, which would be from early May to early October.
1: Okay, um, we have about uh, a minute left, so just to give us a quick recap of um, your fund, what's the the symbol of the fund, and uh, you know, basically, how do you have it laid out right now?
0: Yeah, so. Uh, the, the fund is called the Horizons Seasonal Rotation ETF to okay. assemble HAT. and trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Uh, it's, uh, and it basically operates on the principles of uh, seasonality. Okay. and says, well, when do banks perform well? When does the energy sector perform well? And so it rotates into those different sectors of the market uh, accordingly and uses uh, some technical analysis to fine-tune that decision. It's sometimes going early because the trend can start a little bit early if it's not always exact, or sometimes goes goes bit late as well. So it will help uh, make those decisions using technical analysis.
1: Okay, that's great. Brooke, thanks again for taking the time to join us.
0: Well, uh, Richard, thank you for
1: having me on the show. Okay, you take care. Okay, that was our friend, Brooke Thackeray. He's a research analyst at Horizons ETF Management, Inc., and he's the author of a book called Thackeray's 2023 Investment Guide that goes through... Month by month, giving you ideas of what's strong during that month and what's weak. And it even gets into individual stocks that are doing well during those periods. So you want to get your hands on this resource. And the best part, um, Brooke has given us some books to give away. So uh, if you'd like to uh, get in on the draw, all you have to do is give Dominique a call now 1 866 891 2637. That's 1 866 891 2637. You can call Dominique now. Or after the show, and she'll put your name in for the draw for the FACRACE 2023 Investment Guide. Okay, stay right there. We're going to be talking a bit about critical minerals now that are used uh, quite a bit in, you know, the growing clean energy technologies, electrification, electric cars. You're going to want to hear all about it. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money, and we have a critical minerals specialist with us. That's Jason Meyer. He's a senior portfolio manager at Nine Point Partners. Hey, good morning, Jason. Thanks for joining us on the show again today.
2: Uh, Good morning. Uh, Thank you for having me.
1: You know, in the introduction today, uh, Jason, we are talking a bit about uh, critical minerals and um, their importance with, uh, you know, electrification that's taking place over the next probably 30 or 40 years. Um, explain to everybody about the critical minerals and how that the, uh, how they uh, affect that and um, the government's uh, intention with the tax credits and how that all works.
2: Yeah, sure. So critical minerals are obviously an integral and critical part of the electrical vehicle supply chain. And the tailwind is absolutely massive. Last year, electrical vehicle sales increased by 68%. So that is just tremendous growth. And, you know, when people ask what are critical minerals, um, they are essentially almost everything other than precious metals. Copper, lithium, nickel, cobalt, graphite, just to name a few, are all materials that go into the construction and manufacturing of the batteries that are oh. used to power electrical vehicles. Oh, okay. Uh, considering the importance of these, these metals, um, governments around the world are trying to position their economies to capitalize on, on that tremendous growth. And given the resource endowment within Canada, the government in last year's budget, in the 2022 budget, introduced additional tax credit for investments that are made into projects that are exploring for critical minerals. Obviously, this was done to incentivize investment. And what we offer this year in the flow-through fund is um, is you know, is it those additional credits and exposure to these critical minerals companies? So
1: so someone that, say, for instance, they said, you know, I can go buy a cobalt company on my own. This way, through a, a limited partnership, you can get a cobalt company, but because of how you're structuring it, you can flow through the tax credits to them as well, right?
0: Yeah, that's correct. I think there's three
2: advantages to getting exposure to these critical metals by purchasing a flow through. Okay, One, your investment is going to be um, 100% tax deductible, and you're going to get exposure to these critical metals. Um, two, you're going to get a diversified portfolio approach, so you're not going to have the you know the risk associated with a single issue or exposure. And three, you're going to get professional management. You know, uh, at Sprout we have a team of geologists and engineers. Uh, we do a ton of due diligence, so we're able to really check the boxes when we're making an investment in these companies.
1: Yeah, because, you know, a lot of these these companies, if you're looking at, you know, companies, the rare earths and manganese and Like, you know, you got to know a lot about that, that type of resource to be able to invest in that company, right?
2: Yeah, you have to know about the resource, about the market, you know, and, and most importantly, you know, do some sort of do some on the ground work with respect to the actual asset and how perspective that it could be in terms of, of ultimately becoming an economic resource.
1: Okay. So through a, a flow-through share offering, then it's a, it's a partnership. So a person could invest, you know, $5,000, say. And so if he invested $5,000, what's he essentially getting?
2: So you're going to get, you're going to be able to deduct that $5,000 from your reportable income. Okay. So, you know, in, in Ontario, for those taxed at the highest marginal rate, you know, that's a 53.53% advantage right there. Okay. And then in addition to that, there's going to be, you know, if there are critical minerals investments, there's going to be a 30% tax credit. So in addition to that deduction, you're going to get a tax credit, which effectively means that the government is going to send you an additional $1,500 because it's 30% based on that $5,000 investment.
1: Well, So overall, Jason, then if a person's investing $10,000, like what is his position at the end of the day after tax?
2: Well, I think the simplest way to look at that is on an after-tax basis, once you factor in all of the tax implications, that individual who's taxed at the highest marginal rate in Ontario, the break-even point will be approximately half. So, it'll be you know, for a ten thousand dollar investment, the break-even point will be five thousand dollars. So, the investment can effectively decline by fifty percent before the client is losing money on an after-tax basis. And really, that's a function of and, and representative of how robust those tax benefits are generated by the structure, by the flow-through structure.
1: Right. So the t- the tax is great so now I'm getting this at uh, you know 50% off. At the end of the day though what do you, what are you in, in your portfolio that you're going to be structuring here Jason? Like what's going to be inside of it? Give us like a breakdown of sectors maybe and different minerals you're going to have in there.
2: Yeah, so you know roughly speaking we don't know exactly what the portfolio will look like until we're actually investing the money. Okay. But it's, you know but but you know I do have a good sense based on the investable universe and you know it'll be approximately 50% gold, 25% to 35% base metals, and the balance will normally be um, companies that are exposed to uranium exploration. Okay. And the outlook for all three sectors is actually quite robust, given what's transpired over the past 12 to 24 months.
1: Okay, that's great. Um, so people should read up about this, and you have to get the uh, prospectus, which we'll uh, be able to send out to, to you if you're interested. And again, uh, what's, what's the name of the, the offering that you have, Jason? It
2: is the flow through limited partnership.
1: Now, these funds, folks, just so you know, these don't go on forever. Like, When's your your closing on this, Jason?
2: So we'll have a first closing uh, towards the end of February, and then we'll have another closing in March.
1: Okay, so there's limited time to get involved in these because they close, and then Jason invests the money and the tax credit scale gets sent out. All right. So, um, Jason, thanks again for uh, coming on and joining us. That was great to give us a a recap and uh, uh, have great success with your your offering there.
2: Thanks for the opportunity and good luck.
1: All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was uh, Jason Meyer. He's a senior portfolio manager with Nine Point Partners, and he's the manager of the Nine Point 2023 flow-through Limited partnerships. Okay, so folks, this is a limited partnership that you can invest in to get those tax credits and the flow through of the tax credits have to go through this partnership for you to get them. So the key thing here is you have to read the prospectus that explains how all this works. So if you're interested, all you have to do is give Dominique a call and she can send the offering documents to you and you can give her a call at 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. If you're interested in reading about the 9.2023 flow-through fund. And again, these are offered for a limited time period. As Jason was saying, they close at the end of February and close again in March. So it's not a continuous offering that goes on forever. So if you're interested, uh, get the information. We'll also um, give uh, Jason a call and see if he can get the uh, information posted on um, uh, primetimemoney.ca website. So primetimemoney, all one word, .ca um, website. And um, when you go to that website, you'll be able to uh, read about it. So that's the the place where you can get that. Or give Dominic a call and she'll just uh, send it out to you right away. Okay, so we have a few minutes left here. So if you're interested in learning more about everything that we talked about today, uh, you can also join us. And I'm going to review all this. This Tuesday coming up, it's February the 7th. And I'm going to do a WebEx presentation um, from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Uh, there's no cost to uh, attend. All you have to do is, again, call Dominique, and she can get you all set up on the WebEx. I'm going to go through um, Canadian and U.S. stock ideas, and the market's been on fire here, folks, and there's some great opportunities here for you. So you uh, you're going to want to hear about this and, and what you should be maybe taking a look at now maybe some areas that you shouldn't be looking at right now i'm going to talk a little bit about tax planning i have a great guide to give out as well on tax planning and things you should get ready for um, yourself when you're doing your tax return and then i'll go through the flow through shares and the critical minerals offering and how that would all work at different types of tax brackets if you're interested in in read and learning about that and how it all works so i'll get a little bit more detail into uh, you know different amounts and then how the tax credit works on top of the the flow through tax uh, break. Again, when you, when you're investing in these kinds of things, you got to look at, uh, you know, Jason his his track record and the investment. The tax credits are all great, but at the end of the day, uh, what you want to do is make sure that you're investing in good quality companies. And that's what Jason is saying that he, his job is to do is to find you those companies that can make you some money. And at the same time, you're going to save some taxes. If you want to participate and if your portfolio allows for you to participate in these small companies. Now, remember, they're small companies too. At the end of the day, that are giving these tax credits out. So you have to understand about all that and uh, get the tax credits at the same time. Also, remember we have Brooks' book, Thakray's 2023 Investment Guide. So all you have to do is call one eight six six eight nine one twenty six. 37. That's one 891 2637 Get your name in for the uh, the draw that we're going to be having on the book. And if you're interested, just tell Dominic, I'd like to uh, register for the WebEx presentation that's going to go from uh, 11 a.m. to 12 noon this Tuesday coming up, Tuesday, February the 7th. And she'll get you all set up for that. She'll send you an email and all you have to do is push on the greet button and you're going to be live onto our Webex. So you had some great ideas for this week. You know, it's uh, interesting. The markets are doing well. You have uh, opportunities here to feel a little bit better about what's happening out there but again this is a a critical period where we have to look at portfolios and see you know how do we adjust them to fit what's happening and brooke kind of alluded to that a bit that the market is changing and you have to kind of change your portfolio as you go but it's a great opportunity for you to uh, participate in all these different areas so you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time right here on primetime money